Hey girl, hey, we're back with a brand new season of your favorite podcast, the self-love podcast by Love Madden. Welcome back to our true blues and welcome in to our new friends and followers. This is season seven. Join us each Monday as we talk through the scripture and the science of self-love and what it means for our healing. Each week, we'll give you a passage, a prayer, and a practice to apply to your own self-love journey. Prepare to laugh, learn, and lean in. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Welcome back, friends and listeners. We're here. And viewers. Oh, viewers. Yeah. I mean, I see all the cameras in front of us, but yeah. We do have viewers now. We do. What's been up? Um, Rodents. It's that time. Of it's the that year. time. It's getting cold, and they're finding their ways into the cracks. So, first, I think I may have had a mouse or a visitor in my uh, storeroom oh. for Love Goods Co. And then now our neighbors are telling us that they, at home, um, had a, have a rodent that's entered their home, mm. which makes me feel uncomfortable, as it should. <laughs> <laughs> What's been up with you? <laughs> uh, what has been up with me? Uh, not too much. Just still out here trying to find a car. Okay. And uh, any progress? I mean, yes, you're making progress. Slow progress. You sold your car. Yes, I sold my car. Oh, mm-hmm. we didn't alert we didn't the talk list. About talk that. about yeah. that the last time. I did sell. Pusha T is gone. Dang. I know. I poured out some for the homie. Right. Um, And then I went car shopping last week. Mm-hmm. Did we? Oh, we did meet last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Tesla drove the Acura, which is a good staple car. And then I don't know if I should feel this way, y'all, but I feel like it's too many Acuras on the streets. I mean... I literally see an Acura every five cars. Well, one, there's the... um, What do you call that? I don't know. They called it like the yellow beetle effect. Like, like when you see one thing, you start to see them a lot. When you think about it, yeah. you see what you're looking for. No, that's for. true. And then two, I mean, it's a solid car. No, it is a very solid if car. If you don't see any, then they're either expensive or maybe they suck. Yeah, I know. But I have to get through a little you want, blockage you want, that I have. You want to be in the category A. You want expensive. No, you I don't want. to out above. No, no, I don't want to be teared out and above but i just don't want to see myself every like two seconds why because you want to be above <laughs> what, what do you say that's what it that's what it means you want exclusivity Damn, let me go but let me I, no i can't afford exclusivity so well, what are we talking about here <laughs> well, you're right okay but i feel like there's some cars you see more than others so i'm trying to be in the not more than other. I mean, whatever. I, I do feel like, honestly, once you start looking for something, you, you do see, see it. it. Because, okay, like, I never noticed car. Volvos. And then after yeah. we bought our truck, I, I see them you more. You see them more. I do see them more now that I'm, I'm hyper aware. But also, aware. after we bought our truck, we moved from Prince George's County into the District of Columbia. Oh, and, and I the think city in the city, you see them the everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's like the. Our white brothers and sisters. Yeah, they like the Volvos. They like the Volvos. And I'm they with do. them. So I mean, yesterday, I love my car. You love your car. That's good. It, yeah. Okay, we're not going to get into this whole car discussion. <laughs> However, if you're ever looking for a car, Marcus told me about um, some YouTube, well, a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. channel, Radies, Radies Reviews. Mm. And then I started going down like this whole rabbit hole. So now I'm in the business of looking up all of the cars that I want on YouTube. And oh. like, I'm not a researcher, but you're it's kind of it. engaging. Are you thinking electric at all or hybrid? 
Maybe hybrid, not electric, because um, like, I would have yeah. to like, and I would want to install like a plug in my house yeah. and all that stuff. And I just am not at a place. But probably the car following this car will mm-hmm. be electric. Because I think there are some credits and things that are offered for yeah, hybrid if you go. or electric. Yeah. So we'll see. But um, <laughs> Girl, I'm the out car here. after this car, I think, is definitely going to be electric. It's, it's, <laughs> I know, giving. <laughs> it's giving their phasing they're out. They're phasing out. I know. Because, like, okay, we're getting too deep it's into this One thing about you, you're going to keep a car for a decade. Uh, okay. Yes, that is true. So <laughs> Your next I'm- car might be a flying <laughs> That is true. <laughs> but I was thinking, okay, I think this car, even though I might, you know, keep it for like five, six years, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it as a backup. Like, I feel yes. like now I do not want to be in a position where you don't have a where car. Where I don't have a car. That's it one has thing. really like slow, slowed me down in a good way, yeah. but also you feel like out of control. Like, I'm the type of person, I just want to get up and like yeah. go to Target. Yeah, yeah, and if yeah. you don't have a car, you're like, now I know how the homie's been feeling. Yeah, that uh, the, the backup car is crucial. Yeah, so. All right. That's what's been going on in my life. Now let's love it or leave it. I think I go first this week. Go ahead. My love it is by an old staple brand, Ruffles. They have these jalapeno ranch chips. Oh, they're good. Ruffles. When I saw she has a little note here. So I don't be putting what my love it or leave it is because I don't want her to decide what her love it or leave it is based on mine in the notes. I was like, what is love chips? (laughs) So today. here you go for with Ruffles. So then every week I forget. (laughs) So today I put love so I can remember to love it. And then I put chips as a private (laughs) note to myself. (laughs) I knew she was going to try to figure out what I love or leave. I did. I like us to come in and surprise each other and it'd be like totally different. Yeah, normally you don't write it down so I when never I saw do love but chips, the last couple like, weeks I could not remember what it oh, was okay. so I've been like texting myself so yeah these chips so I, I never really eat chips but my mm. husband's been on this um making French onion dip kick at home <laughs> remember last week yeah he told, he yeah. told, he told, he told so, me about the dip <laughs> Ellie likes it though they love it so I'm definitely not doing no dip because that's extra fat one yeah. thing about us is we can eat the same thing and and I'm a gain weight every time and he's not so the story I, of the I, difference between men and women. Yes. So I went to just grab him some regular like mm-hmm. plain ruffles. And then I saw that they were like buy two, whatever the deal mm-hmm. is, two for five, two for six. So I saw jalapeno ranch. I said, I wonder how that tastes. Mm-hmm. And it actually tastes really good. So I'm not a snacker and I'm definitely not a chip girly, but I. You are this week. I enjoyed them. <laughs> yes. Okay. All what right. about you? So mine is actually food related as well. Because you've seen I put love chips. No. <laughs> Golly. Anyway, last week I um, went and visited an old staple, Wegmans. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all know I'm in the boonies now, so I don't get the luxury of like visiting Wegmans often. We love Wegmans. I love Like, Wegmans. I went in there and I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? I need to just come out here once a week and do my grocery shopping here versus, I mean, I go to like Giant, Safeway, whatever. But um, my favorite thing at Wegmans in the bakery section I'm not gonna go too deep in this is the fruit tart I love a good fruit tart like uh the the kiwi the strawberry the pineapple 
the blueberry, it's good. the blackberry. I mean, it's just the whole perfect combination. Yeah. So the I'm crust lo- is good. It's a little good. custard. The custard in it. It's very delicious. Yes. So. And I'm not a fruit tart girl, but the, but Wegmans yeah, is no, good. So if you ever go to Wegmans and you want to try something, try the fruit tart because mm-hmm. it is delicious. And they have the mini one. So if you're just trying it, you can get the little mini. You can get the, the mini individual one. Yeah. So I'm going to do just this is a quick aside. Do y'all, you, have you ever been to Desserts by Gerard? You've heard yes. of it. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've ordered um, strawberry shortcakes and stuff. Oh, I mean, this happened like weeks, months Month ago. ago. Oh, you know, oh, you knew that you're yeah, he passed away, and now I feel like I don't think it's gonna open back up. That was like a yeah. Prince George's County staple. staple. Like they stayed busy yeah. and packed, and uh, he went in for surgery, and then he ended up dying on the table. Yeah, they it put a notice. They put a notice on the out website. that was like, oh. We're going to be closed for a few weeks. We don't yeah. know when we'll be back, you know. And then a couple of weeks later, it was like, we died. Yeah. yeah. So in the spirit of pastries, mm-hmm. shout out to the goat of pastries and cakes yeah. in the Prince George's County area. Gerard, I don't know his last name. Is that his last name or was no, that his, it was first, his name? first name? I can't so I don't know his last name, but you can say Chef Gerard. Yes. Pastry yeah. Chef Gerard. Why? Why pastry? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Chef Gerard. We we appreciate you and I just wanted to say lots of love to your family and customers. All right. All right. Let's dig. Oh, set the table. Let's set the table. (laughs) Um, our guiding passage this week is out of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes three and one. Mm -hmm. It says this to everything under the sun, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Let me read it again. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Because what you tried to do, you tried to add in that under the sun I read under. You see how it says to everything and then the word under is underneath. And then my brain said the sun. And that's not there. (laughs) I was like, oh, she's ad-libbing right now. (laughs) Not the Bible. I literally thought thought it was going to say under. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Amen. The sun is nowhere in this. Exactly. All right. Here's my intro. As we journey through life, we find ourselves in different seasons, each with its unique challenges and unique blessings. Just like the changing seasons in nature, our lives have their seasons too. Whether it's a season of growth, waiting, or harvest, there is a divine order and timing to our existence. In Ecclesiastes three and one, we're reminded that to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. In today's episode, we explore the significance of trusting the timing of our lives, understanding the importance of seasons, and honoring the divine order in which things unfold. Just as we trust the changing seasons in nature, we're called to trust the seasons of our lives, knowing that they all serve a purpose in God's grand plan. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 8, Tis the Season. And with that, let's dig in. Dig in. Yeah. I felt like when I said tis the season, there should be like some jingle bells. I'm sure Marcus will add those. Okay. All right. Because, <laughs> get it? Tis the season. No, no, no. I, I, yeah. You got it. I got it. All right. <laughs> My sister always says, if you have to explain it, it's not funny. So. No, no, no. It, it was perfect. <laughs> I saw the, the episode title in the email and I thought it was going to have like a more holiday um, mm-hmm. topic. Yeah. But no. when I looked, I was like, see, this I, is good, yeah, right? Okay. All right, cool. All right. So mm-hmm. I am going to start us off yes. and say, how do you think about the different seasons in your life? 
Um, I am much more conscious and aware of them now that I've been in this sort of Mm. space of just um, being more intentional about my healing journey Mm -hmm. and understanding that just like in nature, we can't control the seasons Mm -hmm. or the weather or the weather. We can only control um, what we do within the season Mm -hmm. or how we prepare Mm -hmm. for the season. But we can't make it come any faster or slower. Mm -hmm. We can't change it. We can't control it. Um, and so I try to take cues from, from nature. And then when we think about like, when we were growing a garden, I had dabbled in gardening for a little bit. It wasn't really my thing, but like there are particular seasons in which you're supposed to do certain work. Mm-hmm. There are some seasons where you're just waiting. Mm-hmm. There are some seasons where there's growth and development. There are seasons when you're supposed to be pruning and weeding, mm-hmm. cutting back mm-hmm. on things. Mm-hmm. And then there's a season that's fruitful. And so I gleaned a lot from that. I gleaned a lot from my friend, Laura Casey, and her work with Cultivate What Matters. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she talked a lot about cultivating her gardens. And then I'm actually almost finished reading um, Dr. Anita's book, The Garden Within. Mm. And so it just felt so timely for me as we're entering this holiday season mm-hmm. um, to pick up this topic, just having read so much content around that and how what we see in nature, we also see echoed. I mean, we're part of nature, right? But we also see like in our lives. Yeah. And so I, um, as you were talking, Mm -hmm. I (laughs) was thinking about this scripture. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was verse two of Ecclesiastes. (laughs) Uh Um, But, you know, it just talks about like, a time to plant, mm-hmm. a time to pluck yep. what is planted, yep. a time to kill, a time to heal, all these things. Yeah. Like, God lays it out for us, mm-hmm. right? Like, there are going to be certain times when we have to do certain things, go through certain things, rise up, shrink a little bit. You know, I, people don't like to hear that, mm-hmm. but it's times where you have to, like, maybe like, let me not say shrink. Mm-hmm. Take a step fall back, back, fall yeah. back. Um there's a time for it all. Yeah, there. my mother used to always say to me growing up, there is a time for everything. Like, I'd be like, I want to do this, or I can't mm-hmm. wait to do that, or I wish I could drive. I wish I could. She'd say, there's a time for everything. You, you're, you're not a baby anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not a teen yet. You're this age. Just be the age that you are. Be present. She would constantly give me that wisdom. Mm. And now I see with my daughter, she'll be like, it's not fair. I want to be a big kid, or I want to be a grown-up. I want to, and I tell oh, her. I be telling all the people now. <laughs> I want to be a kid. Down. Right. I'm like, there is a time <laughs> For everything. So I actually had looked this scripture up too as I was pouring into my daughter mm. just about remembering that there's a enjoy the time that you're in right now. There's a time for everything. And I know you can't wait to do certain things, but in due time, in as due they time. say, you'll get there. Hmm. Yeah. So I encourage you all to just read that whole passage yes. because as I'm looking at it now, I mean, it takes us through like every emotion Mm -hmm. and step Mm -hmm. like a time to break down a time to build up a time to weep a time time to laugh yes so it just goes on and on and on so that is basically saying there is a time for everything that we are going through and experiencing in our lives yeah and like i said in the intro we need to trust the timing of our lives because i think that's the hard part when we look at seasons we're not necessarily all going to be at the same in the same season at the same Mm -mm. time just because we're the same age or in Mm -mm. the same group or cohort so you have to trust the timing of 
your life. I have to trust the timing of my life. Yes. And, you know, as we think about the world, right, mm-hmm. we all experience, well, in if you live in a particular area mm-hmm. of the, the country mm-hmm. or whatever, we're all experiencing fall together. We're right. all experiencing spring, summer, mm-hmm. winter. Mm-hmm. But that, like you said, it's totally different in our own individual lives. Yes. My winter might be your summer. Right. Your summer might be my, your, my spring. Yeah. Like, we don't know. Exactly. And so don't, it, don't look to the left or the right. Like you said, be present in where you are. Yeah. And then you miss, and we've talked about this before, you miss the joy of the season that you're in by yeah. by looking ahead to the next season. Mm. You know, if all winter long, you can't wait for the spring, you're missing the joy of the winter. You're missing the joy mm. of the stillness, the peace, you know, the sanctuary of that season because you can't wait to grow and bloom and develop. And those things are fine. But I also feel as though if you miss the lesson in the season, sometimes the season is extended. Oh, for sure. Till you get what you're supposed to get. Yeah. So instead of running ahead and then others also look very longingly at past seasons. Like mm. we went out um, on a date, a double date with some friends last night. Uh-huh. And we were talking about how we have some friends who just, or people we know from mm-hmm. like college who just seem kind of like stuck. Uh, and we're like, you know, it's, you've got to like, when we really think that? about it, that was 20 years ago. You can't stay. It, it's fine to look back fondly and reflect, but yeah. you got it. Has to be something more to you than who you were, mm. your persona in college. But, but if you don't actively take steps to, to evolve, grow, then no, then you are dimensional. The same it's just that you were. I'm Maddie the Delta. Ago. That's it. Like no, there's more to this person. <laughs> yeah. If you're if your Greek letters are your identity. Do some I'm re- not. Do yeah, some I'm, I'm just going to do, <laughs> do give the eye roll and leave it there because we know a lot of people who that their whole identity is or, wrapped up in it. Or if you were a student athlete. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever your identity you were. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Greek letter. Yes. Let That's it go. Aside, let it go. Which yes, yes, yes. we'll be talking about more soon. <laughs> so the other thing that I was just going to ask you in that, um, as you talked about, like finding the joy in the season. Yeah. Like, how do you find joy in the winter? Right. And I'm talking about the winter of our lives. Yeah. Just being mindful and Mm. being present. I think if our minds are focused on getting to the spring, we can't find the joy because we're really not participating actively in the season that we're in. There are a lot of gifts in in stillness. Mm. There are a lot of gifts that we can um, get glean from um, minimizing activity. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of value even in just taking up like people think about like minimalist lifestyles. Mm Using that time to declutter, to get recentered, to be with yourself, to get to know yourself, to going back to that discussion we had on solitude. Right. The difference between solitude and isolation is our attention and our intention. Mm-hmm. So being very meaningful about that time um, and using it as an opportunity to kind of shed some things that maybe to your detriment, mm-hmm. I think will make that time more valuable. And talk about like, because you're talking about, you know, you find joy and stillness. And mm-hmm. that was making me think of like hibernation and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. But also we just experienced a couple of weeks ago, you know, the time change. So yeah. now it's getting darker, darker. early, earlier in the um, day. And it's like, how do you find joy in darkness? Yeah. Right. Because I think stillness is still um, it, it could be hard for some people, mm-hmm. but it's not. I think darkness, darkness. yeah, it's like a different layer. So I just wanted to have that distinction. It may not always be joy. Yeah. You know, for you to get value out of a season, for you to get something, it it might not always be joyful. Mm -hmm. It might be a lesson. Mm -hmm. 
It might be introspection. It might be something else that allows you to grow. It might be watering that's happening. It might be pruning that's happening, you know. So finding the joy in the evolution and the growth that's taking place in the dark season is really where like the the, um, joy comes in at. Yeah. And Um, man, using that time to make space. Something new can't grow unless you create space for it to be there. So Mm -hmm. sometimes when we are in the darkness and we do do some cutting back and, you know, pulling away and going inward, I think it allows us to come back sort of renewed and Mm -hmm. to make space for what is to come, you know, with that hopeful expectation, as I often say. Yeah. Yeah. So make space. I'm just Mm -hmm. I'll just leave that there. Yeah. All right. So do you find it challenging to trust the timing, Mm -hmm. especially when things don't go as planned or desired? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was about to say this is like a no brainer. This is a no brainer. I want to I want to (laughs) be in control. I have plans. Mm -hmm. I have things that I want to do and accomplish. So I definitely find it challenging. But um, nine times out of 10, cause there are still some things that I still don't quite understand or can't figure out. And, you know, maybe I'll know when I get to the other side or not, but nine times out of 10, when I look back on something, I see how, um, God worked it together in a way that I couldn't have imagined mm. and how it's been good in the end, even the if it's end, not necessarily yeah. what I wanted it's been good, and I'm grateful for that. Even the stuff that's been bad mm-hmm. has been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So Ecclesiastes 3.1 speaks of a time for every purpose. Mm-hmm. Can you share a personal experience when you realized that a particular season in your life had a purpose, even if it wasn't clear at the time? Yeah. So right before I met my husband, I had this, like, season of losing And I remember Tanil was like, you can't just go from peak to peak. You got to have some valleys in life. Dog, I still go by that little whatever (laughs) mantra. Girl, you can't just jump from mountaintop to mountaintop. I was like, I'm going to call you back because that's not what I was looking for. But (laughs) that's what you needed, though. I had applied for a (laughs) certificate program, didn't get it. (coughs) Applied for two really big jobs, like dream jobs I wanted, didn't get them was into this guy uh ghosted me so it was like all these things that happened like where's the ghost of christmas past (laughs) (laughs) all these things that happened in this just reminded me of that ghost (laughs) (laughs) of this this season and i was like so unaccustomed to losing yeah i had my whole life had been a winning streak up until then like you know through school it just different activities it just beat growing up and this was my first you know healthy taste of adulthood where nothing was really going my way I had uh, my first boss that I really didn't like because I had this boss I like he retired and then this other woman took over and I was just like so unhappy and it felt like everything's going wrong you know I was in this woe is me place I had to be like 25 or something um and it just and now looking back I realized that that had to happen in order to build character in my life in order for me to be able to hone my purpose because the question is about purpose for me to even understand Mm. get some direction some doors had to close Close. so or not open yeah or not open either way so it's it's in a lot of instances too it can be a redirect Mm -hmm. um but yeah that was for me that was my first big dose of just like not not feeling content so i had to learn from there how I had to learn to practice contentment regardless of what the season was around me. I had to be able to find contentment 
all year round. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, for me, when I saw this question, I thought about um, the period when I moved to Chicago. Mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, I was definitely craving a change professionally, Mm -hmm. um, never imagining that that change would take me to a different city um, to start, you know, a new chapter of life. Mm -hmm. And I think about how that experience has shaped so many of the um, other uh, things that have happened since then. So I started thinking like, you know what, if I had not moved to Chicago and started looking for a new doctor, I would not Mm. have known that I had diminished ovarian reserve. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have probably frozen my eggs at the age of like 33, 34. I wouldn't, you know, I may not be in a I may not have been in a position later on in my life where I could have gone through the IVF process and all of these things. And I'm not clear on the purpose, the the greater purpose Mm -hmm. at this moment, but I do feel like God took me through all of those things for a reason. Mm, And that is part of my testimony. So you may like know part of the purpose. You may not know the full purpose, but I feel like if I had stayed here and stayed with my doctor who I had been with for mm-hmm. multiple, you know, years upon years upon years and never we never known. tested this and you know all those things, I just don't know what would have happened, yeah. right? And I can also say like the outcome wasn't what I anticipated, but the process was still part of the purpose. Right. And <clears throat> For as long as you still have breath in your body, yeah, the outcome is only the outcome to date. Yes, exactly. Right, like mm-hmm. this is still it's still in pro a pro in this progress. is still this is your life. Your yeah. life is still going. Yeah, so we're it's still unfolding. So we don't know, we don't know what's to come. We don't know that's what's the to bo- come. that's the bottom line. Yeah, and and I think that. And we have to get comfortable with that. You have to get comfortable. That we have to get comfortable with not being in control. And I think more than anything, when I look at back at the lessons that this whole like journey to motherhood has um, taught me is that I'm really in control of very little. Mm. Right. God has a plan for my life. And that plan. You're really in control of very little outside of yourself. Outside of myself. Yes. yes. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, I can control my actions and the things that I do, all those things. Mm -hmm. But in the grand scheme of life, all of these things that I'm trying to hyper focus on Mm -hmm. and control and micromanage yeah you can't i can't you can't manipulate those yeah and so honestly that has been the thing that has kept me going Mm -hmm. is getting to that point where i'm realizing that i can only trust god's plan and time for my life Mm -hmm. and everything else will fall into place and um, that's why my prayer is always for alignment right like it's not a passive like oh god has a plan and i'll just Wait around. Yeah, sit on my laurels. It's also not, oh, I have a plan and I'm going to push through and it's going to be whatever I say. Yeah. It's very much about God has a plan and I always want my plan to, to be in him. alignment with his because he is good. Yeah. God can't be anything but good. Mm-hmm. I, I can be good or not so good. Mm-hmm. And so I can think something's good and maybe it's not. So my thing is always, here's what I think. Here's what I want. Here's what I desire. Mm-hmm. God, I'm submitting it to you. Is it in alignment? And, you know, I'm going to work on it. And if he closes the door or, you know, it doesn't work out or the universe shuts the doors or whatever, I have to learn. I have to learn and accept Mm -hmm. that just because I want or desire something, even if it seems good, 
doesn't mean that that's what I'm going to get. Yeah. And I still have to, I have to be in a place where I can understand that something can still be good, even if it's not the good thing I wanted. That's it. Yeah. That is the message. All right. Just as nature has its seasons, our lives have seasons of growth, waiting, and harvest. Mm -hmm. How can we better embrace the waiting seasons and find contentment while trusting the divine order? Um, So two things. Tennille did this sermon at one time called, I think it was called, Nothing is Wasted in the Wait. Nothing is wasted in the wait. And I thought that that was really good. She was just talking about all the things that she was able to harvest from the waiting period. Um, and I'll let you talk more about that if you'd like. But I, I also wanted to add to that, um, that sometimes waiting periods feel hard because we're focused on what we're waiting for. And I think we need to try to recenter ourselves around what what we're doing in the wait. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we're focusing the whole time that we're in this quote unquote waiting period. So let's use an example of singleness. If the whole time we're focused on wanting a partner, wanting a husband, wanting a wife, whatever, then it just feels like the entire time we are in a space of not feeling content, Mm -hmm. not feeling satisfied, not feeling like our needs are being met when they likely are in so many other Other areas. So I think when we are in the waiting period, it's important for us to recognize how to wait well. Mm-hmm. how to wait with gratitude and contentment, how to be open in the wait. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we extend our own waiting periods yeah. because we have a specific way that we want it to go. So now we're waiting on that something that has thing. all these specs yeah. where there might be something right there that, you know, could be just as satisfying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I think it's important for us to not be so hyper-focused on the thing that we're waiting for so that we can glean as much joy and contentment out of the season mm-hmm. of waiting and also to wait with open hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so you um, talk about that sermonette that I did. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, oh, I need to go back and listen to mm-hmm. it. I recorded it. Um, but it was Do all you have about- it written anywhere? I, I do have it link, written. Like, some, like, on, yeah. like publicly? Can we link to it? No, I don't have it publicly linked. But actually, that's an excellent idea. Maybe put it on I'll the put blog. it on, on my. I can put it on the blog and I can put it on my website because I have been thinking about my website has been dormant and I need to. Wait, that's what I meant. The blog. Oh, on the blog your on my website. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know if you were talking about Substack. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's I'm, great. Let's do that. that. Okay. Um, but the point of that sermonette was that you can get so, like you just said, hyper focused on waiting for whatever it is mm-hmm. that you don't take stock of. The, the gratitude, the joy, the lessons, the preparation, like all of these things are part of the, the journey, right? So you shed what you don't need in the wait, waiting season, you pack up what you do need, and you move to the next, you know, you mm-hmm. take that into the next season, right? Mm-hmm. So um, nothing is wasted. We Everything, like, you know, you said earlier, and the scripture says, everything works together for our good, the good, the bad, the ugly, the annoying, the frustrating. Yeah. And then there, yeah, there are, there are pros and cons to every season of life, right. Or to every status. So for all the time that you're, you're waiting to be a wife and have it hyped up to be this amazing thing, which I mean, it's great, but like, there's a lot of great things about singleness that you, you, that you'll lose. Yep. Um, so there are a lot of, you know, added wonderful things about being together, but there are things about singleness and freedom that will, will, you will no longer have. Mm -hmm. You're waiting and waiting to be a mother. 
it's wonderful. It's a gift. It's, you know, the best thing. But at the same time, there are things that are ch- going to change drastically about mm-hmm. your life. If you're prepared for those things to change, then great. You've right, done it. Yeah. But if you spent the whole time that you were supposed to be enjoying those things, focus on what you don't have, then you're going to look back yeah. m- feeling like you missed out on the season that I could have been enjoying my singleness. I could have been enjoying my freedom. I could have been enjoying, you know, if you're waiting for a promotion, not managing people. Mm-hmm. And now it's like you're not going back. Right. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy till it. The ball, uh, till the wheels fall off. Me and one of my good girlfriends were just talking about that like a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Me and her, we have lived, honey. We we lived, we've done through our like whole 30s. And then both of us are in a place where we're like. Settle down. It's time to pull back. Right. Like. Yeah. So with this new car note, like all the things that are happening in my life, I am so grateful and joyful for all of the things that I have. Like Mm -hmm. I think about I started thinking the other day I was driving back home to the boonies and that, you know, those things where it could be like if you lived here, you'd be home Home right now. Yeah. And when I'm in the city and I'm like, (laughs) I pass my condo, I'd be like, dog, if I had still living here, I'd I'd be be home home right now. now. But But you enjoyed that season. I enjoyed that season. And I'm so grateful for the season that I'm in now at my new home. And which is something that I prayed for and desired. Right. But then, um, that, the joy in that part of the season is requiring me to move into a different season Correct. where I'm not able to move and groove like I used, like to, I used to because the mortgage of the house right. is about double. Yeah, <laughs> holding you back a little yeah. bit. So it's just, it's just not the same, but you can still find joy in all of that. Yes. And realizing that there is a time and a season for everything. We had a good time in our 30s. I said, girl, we're going to be back in this like 45 to 50. In our right. 50s, you're not going to be able to tell us nothing, nothing. anymore. But we, <laughs> you have to go through those seasons. Every, you, and it's good to have a good time and to get the best out of every yes. season that you're in. I have no regret. <laughs> I mean, I probably do have a couple. But <laughs> but I have lived and, and I can find I find the joy in that. It's like when when. People, students are like, I can't wait to graduate. I never want to do schoolwork again. That's true. But you gonna be working. You'll be doing some sort of work forever. So you better enjoy this, this dorm life. <laughs> Taking every season. And that's a good point. Don't look forward to the new, the next season Savor until it. you get there. Like, And we even do this, like, even with all the Christmas stuff being out in, yeah. in August and September and Halloween stuff in the middle of the fall. It's like we can't enjoy the season that we're in because we literally have to get ready for the next season and shop for the next season. It's like society's forcing us to move through the seasons without savoring the one we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take your cues from society. All right. When life takes (laughs) unexpected turns, how do you maintain faith and trust in God's timing and purpose? It's just, it's the hierarchy. Like I can never put myself above God. If I always keep God above me, then that keeps me humble. And that reminds me, and I've said this before, that the buck doesn't have to stop with me. Mm. And that just gives me freedom. I do not have to be the end all be all. Like here's my desire and here's what I'm working for. But also I have the best safety net ever. Mm -hmm. He's got me and he wants better and higher for me than I can even imagine. And maybe not fully even understand while I'm in it. Um, so that, that is like the best reminder I could tell myself, like, God's got you. Like every time I I feel discouraged or I have like something big in front of me, Mm -hmm. I always say to myself, girl, you got this and God's got you. Mm -hmm. That's literally what I say to myself. You got this and God's got you. Like 
It's been so many times I had, I can't remember if I shared this with you guys, but I had these like abnormal mammograms. And so there was this whole season where I was like waiting and getting biopsies and being in these waiting rooms and just sitting there just feeling nothing but just like intense anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I kept telling myself like, whatever it is, you got this and God's got you. Mm -hmm. So I always know that I have him to lean on and to carry me through every season, even when I feel like I'm by myself. Yeah, you might want to put that on a shirt. I like it. Thanks. Don't be stealing it. Y'all. Call him my lawyer. Yeah, trademark that real quick. We have this video footage and audio <laughs> <laughs> that we put it out there. They're for like, she we don't care for <laughs> first to market. <laughs> but no, I like that. Thank like, you. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, I was going to say something and I lost it. Mm. So I'm going to go to It'll the next question. Okay. It will. Um, what has your. Oh, I know what it was. Yeah. It was that. You can look at your own life and, and times where God has, you know, showed up and showed out. You know, you say God's got you. He always does. Mm -hmm. But in times where I start to doubt my own faith and trust in the timing of um, God's like work and, and plan for my life, I look at other people's stories and journeys, yes, right? Like yes, we have yes. so many friends who have testimonies that God's timing is perfect and his, you know, promises never fall short. Yes. Right. But there was, there was these long periods of waiting Man. and suffering. Right. But so if you can't lean on your own experience there pull from someone pull from other people because that's I draw why so testimony much is in, so important yeah. we have to share i'm sorry to cut you off no, no, no. we have to also share the goodness yes, of god because it, it it glorifies god but it encourages others in a major yes. way like yeah. we have a friend who after this long period of unexplained infertility got pregnant just um spontaneously oh, yeah we have another one who just got her scans back after a season of fighting breast cancer. And I was really about to talk free. about both of those people. Yes, yeah. like those, both of those things happened within, you know, yeah. these last few weeks, weeks or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, yeah, just move me to tears. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, whenever I, I don't have enough strength on my own to, to think that God's timing is always perfect, it I is. always go to other examples. So... I, need, I said I was going to start watching Christmas movies. Like now, have you, you already wanna, started? I tried to start. <clears throat> Thursday night is our TV night. Okay. And Ben said no. Oh. He said no, it's too early. He oh, said too early. He the, said after no, um, Thanksgiving. He said December. I said after Thanksgiving. Like we're arguing about a week here. But there's so many They're like out now. They're out November yeah. 17th. And there's a lot of black people ones. I sent him an article that says it's 29 new Chris black holiday movies. Really? Coming. Yes. He was like, so you could watch Can one you send every me the day. List? Yes. He's okay. like, you could watch one every day from Thanksgiving to Christmas. I'm starting now. Yeah. Maybe we can watch them together since you said we like to cuddle up under the same. <laughs> we do, though. You <laughs> was trying to play the people. No, you were trying to make it seem sad. like it was about me when it wasn't about me. <laughs> I didn't want to be coming on here all the way talking about Okay, let me whatever. know when you're ready to snuggle. I can we can start a holiday movie today. Yeah, I can't do it today, See? but no, but I I do want to do that. So I'll let's watch put a, I'll, let's I'll, put a pin I'll, in that. I'll begin by myself. No, no. You do really want to? No, I do. Okay. Okay. You might have to come visit me cuz you know I'm Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Sis can 
didn't go nowhere. Ooh. I mean, I did make it to this podcast you recording. Did. Thanks you to did. the graciousness of my mom. Yes, Lord. Anyway. <laughs> All right, I'll bring the popcorn. Okay. What has your winning season looked like? Mm-hmm. Is it easy to recall a challenging season because of the imprint that it leaves on us? But can oh, sorry. It is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> Y'all, it, that wasn't me. No, it's, it says oh, it's, it's easy. easy. Oh, that was me. That was you. <laughs> anyway, it is easy to recall a challenging season because because of the imprint they leave on us Mm -hmm. but can you reflect on a season when it was up are you trying to sound like a young teen when it was up it's the opposite of damn it's going up (laughs) no you 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 specifically took that from the slang it's up (laughs) you did i know you when it was up i was like when it was up that sounds right that's how i would talk if i was reading this sentence it would have flowed much better we'll read it it's easy to recall a challenging season because of the imprint it could leave on us but can you reflect on a season when it was up <laughs> if it's up then it's up. that's exactly I'm, I, at this point i'm just talking about the up part okay but you did read that much better than i did i'm telling y'all it's always Okay, so can 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 we reflect on a season when it was up? Yes, yes, so many. Go ahead, girl. Hello, I'm the queen of the gratitude practice. It's always always up. We're always gonna find something to be grateful for. Um, But I will say, immediately following my season of (laughs) what perceived failure back in like twenty whatever, um, oh oh eight oh seven. So many amazing things happened after that season. I got so much clarity after that. Mm-hmm. I got promoted. I got a new job um, <clears throat> downtown in the secretary's office during the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. I met my husband. Mm-hmm. I bought a home. Mm-hmm. I had just finished my master's. Like so many mm-hmm. things. The the pendulum swung almost immediately. Like I would say like 2008, 2009, almost immediately swung in the other direction and all of the things that I had been working for, um, struggling through, you know, working full time and doing my master's degree at night and, you know, moving back in with my parents, like all those things swung in the other direction and, and it was fruitful and it was good. And I, you know, like I said, I met my husband and like the trajectory of my life has since changed. Um, but my posture was open or became open cause it wasn't initially. Um, cause I had a plan of what I wanted to do, but when I shifted, to this <coughs> more open posture, mm-hmm. I was able to let so many more blessings into my life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a that was a big one that was like immediately following a tough time. But yes, yeah, always up. It's always a winning season. Always a winning season. Even in the darkness, even in the darkness, <laughs> there's always a win. And sometimes it doesn't feel like that in it, but, but I can always mm-hmm. look back and see the goodness in every season. Yeah, and I think it's all about perspective. Yes. Right? So, like you said, you just have to use that gratitude practice to find the wins, yep. even when they might, as small as they might be, it's still a win. The, they don't have to be the small ones, these like grandiose things that happen. The small wins are just as good, if small not one, better. <laughs> I was going to say the small ones be the big ones. Mm-hmm. The, the things that we call small, like, oh, Lord, thank you for waking me up today. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's actually the number one. All the other ones aren't happening. So we act like these things we take for granted mm-hmm. and we just have these rotes sort of like, oh, thank you for putting food on the table. No, real talk. Real talk. <laughs> there are people who don't Hello. have those things. And, it, it, and we definitely take those like simple things for granted. And those are not simple things. No, they're not. And it's like those people could be us. There's nothing that makes us better or more worthy of Mm-mm. having food on the table or shelter or a roof over our head. And we take it for granted because we've always had those things or, you know, they, but it, it, most of us are less than a paycheck away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of us. <laughs> the savings ain't saving. The savings ain't saving like it used to. They're not. When is the um, whole, I, I need the what? economy, you know, they're, they're, mm-hmm ups and downs i need the con- economy to be back on the up yeah i feel like inflation it is getting crazy it's, it's getting inflating. crazy yeah it's inflated yeah it's speaking of wegmans that i love so much i um this is kind of lazy on my part i bought some pre-made like tuna salad to make tuna sandwiches like okay. tuna salad is yeah, nothing i, I could just put some mayonnaise and some tuna it ain't nothing to it but all there's has in it is mayonnaise and celery so i could have oh, done yeah, that you could have done but, that, but whatever. i bought a container of it so i could just quickly make some sandwiches and it was twelve dollars it was twelve dollars for them you to put the got- tuna in the mayo baby How many we could have had tuna for the rest of the year because tuna is on the list of poor people food <laughs> okay we are not judging here. We, me and our, I mean, us, I mean, me and Maddie and our live sisters, we have a, we had a know, list, a list of poor people food. And now it's no such thing as poor people food because <laughs> the poor people food is high. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. When I said $12, Damn. I was at self checkout. I hit the button for assistance. You can take that off. You can take that off. But you got it? No. Oh, you did leave it. You can leave it. Yeah. The first time I the first time I had got it, it wasn't that high. It was like oh. 9.99. I still thought it was kind of high and I got it. Okay, yeah. But when, uh, when yeah. I when it said 12, I said that's a that's a absolutely not. I can't even imagine what the prices at Whole Foods are now. I haven't even been recently, but I remember when I was like, we had a holiday um, gathering at work one year and it was potluck and I forgot to bring something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to run to Whole Foods really quickly. Mm -hmm. And I got this look, I guess it was like a pint of pasta salad and that joint was $22. Okay, This was in 2000 and probably nine it's so probably fifty dollars fifty dollars <laughs> pasta salad is also on the list of poor people food because all you need is some butterfly pasta a cucumber <laughs> and some italian dressing. dressing right hey yeah i could not believe that so now yeah i'm really curious i mean i'm not gonna go buy it but yeah i'm That's sure the, that yeah. smoked mozzarella pasta salad is probably forty dollars now yeah so we thank you guys. Yes, so we we're winning. Thank so we got food for, to eat. We do. It's a winning Praise season. Praise the Lord. Yeah. All right. Anything else that you want to impart on the people about mm-hmm. God's timing and seasons of life? If you are in a tough season, if you feel like you're in a challenging or a dark season, remember that you got this and God's got you. You got this and God's got you. Be I love that. Be encouraged. Ooh, play William Beckton right in this little <laughs> pocket right here. Okay. <laughs> And with that, let's go to the throne of grace. William took us there. Yes. Thank you, William. Father, we come before you acknowledging that you are the master of time and the orchestrator of our seasons. Thank you for the reminder in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 that there is a season for everything. Help us to trust your timing and divine order in our lives, even when we can't fully comprehend it. 
In moments of impatience or uncertainty, grant us the serenity to recognize that every season has a purpose under heaven. We know from experience that the waiting seasons are challenging, but we seek the wisdom to find contentment in those times. Lord, guide us through the unexpected twists and turns of life, reminding us that your timing is always perfect. Help us to have unwavering faith and trust in your grand plan. As we navigate the seasons of our lives, may we find peace in knowing that you are with us every step of the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, here's our weekly practice. So this week I will adopt I will adopt a seasons reflection exercise. This is where we take a few minutes at least one day this week to reflect on the current season of your life. So here's how you do it. <clears throat> Four steps. First, take some deep cleansing breaths to clear your mind and center your attention, unplug from whatever you're doing, you know, get by yourself, take some breaths. Second, contemplate the season that you're currently experiencing. Um, name it. Is it a season of renewal, growth, harvest, or stillness slash waiting. Then I want you to pray for guidance and understanding of this season's purpose. Just think about the season you're in, reflect on it, and then just pray earnestly that God would give you insight around his purpose for you in this season. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I want you to reinforce your trust in God's divine timing by ending your exercise with another breathing um, exercise. I want you to inhale acceptance of God's plan and exhale resistance to the divine order in your life. And that's it. So be still, take some breaths, Mm -hmm. identify the season you're in, pray for God's purpose, inhale his wisdom and his plan, exhale resistance. It'll be in the show notes for you. Love you guys. Bye-bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Matt and Ashete Jones and Sunil Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe, then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. That's L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.